What's up, good people? Thank you for clicking play on another episode of Big Man Tiny Kingdom. Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to season three of Big Man Tiny Kingdom, the podcast where I share my adventures, my wonderful weekend getaways and vacations. I'm in love with being out in nature. So usually my episodes are about which campus spot I got the pleasure to explore. Most often it is in my home state, Arizona. And that's because there is a lot of outdoor activities to get into. Aside from the campus stories, I talk about my fascination for the tiny living spaces. I'm all about the tiny life. The smaller, the better. This year, 2023, this season of the podcast will focus more on my passion for the tiny kingdoms. I want to get into my plans to buy one, my minimalist lifestyle. I've downsized my life in so many areas, and it definitely has been for the better, not just with the living space, but also with decreasing my consumer spending, how my finances were hurting me in the past and what they have involved in too. getting rid of household goods and other earthly possessions that haven't brought me joy and are overwhelming my available space. I'll still, of course, be talking about my travel adventures. However, there's more to me than just camping and nature and having fun. Maybe it's the beginning of the year thing. I don't do the resolution stuff. This just happens to be that time of the year where we all naturally look at doing something new, making it bigger and better than the last year. Speaking of doing it big, this is January. I don't do the holiday festivities, but the world around me just got to bring in the new year with cheer and partying and fireworks and spending time with the family and friends, drinking, eating, just living it up. Always a good time when you're celebrating with your loved one. The biggest thing of the month for me happens to fall on the third Monday of January every year. People around the nation celebrate MLK Day. This year will be on January 16th. It's a federal holiday in the U.S. Banks and government agencies are closed. A lot of corporations recognize it as a paid work day off to give people the opportunity to celebrate and honor the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. With that in mind, I wanted to switch gears from what I usually talk about on the podcast and share some things about how Dr. King has been a big impact in my life. He was before my time. Unfortunately, he was assassinated many years before I was born. Back in his day, during that time, it was a challenging period of life. I think it's safe to say that. Dr. King played a pivotal part of working on the racial divide for people of color in the U.S. And I say working on it because despite his best efforts that resulted in the loss of his life, the equality rights that Dr. King and others sought to obtain didn't resolve the issue of race that we have in this country. If we're all being honest, then we can agree that there are still issues today. It's unfortunate that some things are still the same as it was in the 1950s. Nevertheless, Dr. King played a huge role with gaining some traction and helping things move in the right direction. And for me, that big heart that he had, even though I didn't get to experience it firsthand, I could still feel and understand the necessity of his existence. I learned about Dr. King while in grade school, Jason Lee Middle School in Tacoma, Washington, which is now called Hilltop Heritage Middle School. That in itself is a symbol for me of the impact that Dr. King had across this nation. And I am proud of the Tacoma School District and the community members working together to agree on renaming the school. The historical relationship between the original name, Jason Lee, 
and the inequality and unfair treatment to people of color in Washington state, more directly to the Native Americans, it was important for the name change to take place because we need all the chains that bind us to be removed and torn down everywhere in order for the racial healing to take place. Anyway, back then, I was a little bit of a troublemaker. Young, stupid stuff. Society and grown folks would label it as headed in the wrong direction. I got into this fight at school and my principal at the time, Dr. Emma Walker, who I definitely want to acknowledge for believing in me, to see me through some rough young patches. And when I got in that fight, she told me from the last time that I got in trouble that I was already past my final warning. Well, rather than expel me for the rest of the school year, she challenged me to use my mind and my voice for something positive. So in order for me to not get expelled, she required me to learn Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech. And I would have to recite it for the school's MLK Day assembly. I didn't want to do it. I was ready to accept the suspension. But my mama put the foot down <laughs> and I did what I was told. It was the holiday time of year. I had over the winter break to learn the speech. At first, I had a poor attitude about the whole thing. I was out of school, forced to spend my whole day practicing his speech. I was on punishment, not allowed to go outside, watch TV, play games or anything else fun. So I had a sour taste about doing the assignment. But after some time, my mood changed. I started getting better with memorizing the speech, which excited me. Plus, it helped that my mom said once I was able to say the speech with no errors, then I can go out and hang with my friends. So you know what that meant. I learned it real quick. I said it to my mom. I was ready to get off punishment, but she wasn't satisfied with the results. I ain't gonna lie. I was rushing through the speech, mispronouncing words. And for my mother, that just wasn't going to work. She asked me, did I understand anything I was saying? Did I know what Dr. King did for and what he meant to people of color? If I had wrote the speech myself, and I wanted people to love it. Would I be proud of how I just recited it? I was told to try again. Stand up tall. Speak loud and clear. Look up and out at my audience. Think to myself when I'm saying it. I'm representing myself, her, my dad, my brothers and sister, all the black people at the school, in the neighborhood. So be bold and proud when I'm up on that stage saying this speech. Think about racist people teasing that Dr. King couldn't even convince his own people to proudly speak the message that he wanted to convey to the world. If black people don't care about Dr. King's speech, then why should any other race of people agree to change their minds and actions about equality? My mom got me pumped. After that, I understood the assignment better. I was emotionally involved at that point, and I wanted to do the right thing. Fast forward to MLK Day. I'm a little nervous standing in front of all my classmates, but I was ready to see this through. I got up there and I did my thing, y'all. They applauded me after the speech was done. I don't think I said it with the same passion as Dr. King, but it felt good. I'll go as far as to say that it was a character building moment for me. I've never forgotten reciting that speech. Right now, I don't think I have all of the words in memory, but I'll always remember very vividly that day. I've never forgotten what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. stood up for. I've never forgotten my principal, Dr. Emma Walker. She took a chance on a young, mistake-making hood boy that she could have easily decided to expel and let the streets raise me. 
But that chance that she gave me turned me into a pretty decent citizen and community member. I've made my fair share of life mistakes, but overall, I'm grounded on doing the right thing. And I still believe in Dr. King's dream. 30-something years later, every January, I volunteer and take part in the MLK Day festivities here in my local area. It's always a joy-filling experience for me, seeing all the people come together with the same vibrations flowing. And even though We Shall Overcome hasn't came to fruition yet, this nation has progressed so much. And I hope that Dr. King is proud of the little black boys and girls who can sit with the little white boys and girls and live in harmony today. Thank you, Dr. King, for your life's work that woke up the fight in a lot of good folks. Those people that have pushed to change legislation, to vote out corruption, and have used their voice and dollars to influence major corporations to change their good old boy American ways so that there is truly liberty and justice for all. Thank you to the King family for allowing us today to cherish and honor the legacy left behind by one of America's greatest men it has ever known. I also want to say thank you to Arizona State and National Parks. I love going to the Arizona Parks, so I appreciate the park districts for publicly recognizing MLK Day and making it one of the annual free days for visitors to come out and explore the parks. That's really a nice thing that they do. And finally, I want to thank all of y'all listening to the podcast. Appreciate you rocking with me today. Wherever you are, I hope you were able to participate in the MLK Day events in your area. Here in Mesa, we have an annual parade and festival. This marks the 25th anniversary for Mesa having an annual event for the community to come together to honor and celebrate Dr. King. This year, we did it real big, and I'm so proud to have been a part of the planning committee that organizes the event every year. One of the many ways that I really try to live my life, as I always like to say, real big. Time stops for no person, so I'm out here making the most of it. And I hope y'all out here doing the same. Hey, keep it kosher, good people. This is Big Man, Tiny Kingdom. Kingdom.